folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Wednesday. And as we have to do here at WYAB, certainly on the Kim Wade Show, we want to remind you to implore you, to exhort you, that in fact it is back to Christ Wednesday. Formerly back to church, but you know a lot of churches uh, got shook out uh, during the COVID scam. They bought into the to the government line, and uh, they basically just walked away from the faith. In many cases, uh, they're still wearing masks today. Uh, to me, it is an indication of the depth of your faith. No, I mean if you have a serious health issue, uh, it's only wisdom to wear the mask. But if you're just wearing it because Hey, we took the money and we want to honor our contract with the government. Okay, cool. You won't see me in your church. I ain't fooling with y'all. I want somebody to get a prayer through to God, not to Washington, D.C. Just me. So won't you come and bow your hearts, lift up your hands. Our nation's in trouble. Our families are in trouble. You and I, we're in trouble. We're asking God to have mercy upon us. Have mercy on me, Lord. The biggest fool in Jackson. Not one of them, but the biggest. Biggest sinner. I get it wrong more than I get it right. So I'm asking for your grace and mercy. So I'm asking you to come with me down to the altar and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Won't you come? Jackson's in a turmoil. Our leadership is failing. We're failing. We won't stand stout on that which we say we believe because we're afraid of what the guy next to us might say. I don't know. All I can say is, Lord, have mercy on me. So won't you come? And bow your heart and lift up your hands this day. Won't you come? We're back, and it is Wednesday, and it's going to be an open forum here today. Uh, I want to thank uh, Wanda Evers for the invitation to come over and sit with her and Yolanda, and I believe Felicia was her name. Uh, this morning, I had a good time over there. I had some interesting calls, interesting commentary, and uh, we'll be coming back again sometime. She'll be coming up here 
the Lord says the same, and she can make it up 49 here. Come on down, as they would say. And uh, uh, there's a lot going on here. Um, I do, I'm going to play a Tucker Carlson. And the reason I play Tucker Carlson, because he can say things succinctly uh, in a reasonable amount of time to get the point across where I may not be able to do it as, as uh, succinctly as he does. I have to give him his props. He's good at it. Plus, he makes you laugh when he's discussing these things. But he can deal with serious issues where you can grab it. The average person can get their head around. But we'll play that later on. But, again, I want to thank Wanda for allowing me to come in. Uh, there was a gentleman that called in from the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, an attorney named Mr. Gian Burnett. Burnett, I believe his last name was. Burnett or Barnett. Um, G-I-A-N is how he spelled his name. Gian. John. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. But, anyway, John Burnett. And he was calling in on behalf of, uh, he's an attorney, for the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, advocating for kids' rights in school K through 12. And he was going on and on and on, just basically liberal pablum as far as I'm concerned. And uh, the thrust of their of their uh, advocacy there at Southern Poverty Law Center in that division, which seems like just basically it's a crime lab, what it sounds like to me, but we'll talk about that. And let me be clear, anybody from the Southern Poverty Law Center can come on here. I'm going to extend the invitation to Gian uh, Burnett, Barnett, to come on. I'm going to call him. Uh, Yolanda took his number, but I didn't get it from her. But I, he, he's down there. I'll call down there and leave a message. I doubt if he's going to come in because, again, they're going to be asked the tough questions. Now, one of the things we talked about on Wanda's show this morning was the fact that what's going on in the black community right now, particularly the black community, but in the general community also, but it, it, it's worse in the black community because we have less of a cushion uh, we have less of uh, uh, things to fall back on when things don't go right. What we have are just people who are just, like I said, I mean, they're just basically coming into the community and breaking off parts of it that they want to market, sell, or aggrandize for themselves and the hell with everybody else. And what I was telling Wanda over there, and I've said it here on this program, no. These people ain't got no right to just come in here. And, and do what they're doing, like in the case of the Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, he called, and, and he's couching all these efforts that they're making on behalf of kids in public schools and stuff like that. I'm saying, dude, did anybody ask for this? Was there a request sent in to the Southern Poverty Law Center? Hey, we need you to come in here and sue our school districts into oblivion and snow them with lawyer and lawyer fees on behalf of what? Or you see an element in the law that you can satisfy and prove that the school district put together some program that uh, that was disparate in its application, that was discriminatory uh, in its application. I think he said a third word. I can't think of the name of it. The diversionary. Uh, no, discriminatory, disparate. And it was a third word. I think it started with a D also. And I'm thinking just because something is disparate doesn't mean that it's unfair. Just because something is uh, uh, discriminatory doesn't mean that the people, uh, uh, that the program itself doesn't have any benefit. Well, under the eyes of the law, he may have a point. But see, this is the, this is the problem that I have with, with Carlton Reeves, Judge Reeves, and to a large extent, it's not Judge Reeves' fault because it is the law. He has to go by the law. I understand that. But they don't go by the law when it comes to gay crap. Oh, they'll send that thing on up the ladder. They'll give the gays their day in the sun 
at that level and let the opposition come up with the legal fees and the money to appeal. Now, here we are. We got this Southern Poverty Law Center lawyer in the Southern Poverty Law Center going to court, suing these school districts because some policy or some program they got uh, impacts minority differently or at a disparate rate or whatever crap he's talking about. And I'm saying, are these kids benefiting from this? That's the question. That we, if they had to put bad Johnny Biden out of school because Johnny's in there smoking crack in the in the back row. Because he's one of them damn Biden boys. You know how they do. And it turns out we have to put all the Biden, anybody with the last name Biden, get put out of school. So now we got to shut the program down because too many Bidens got uh, uh, put out of school and, and the policies discriminating against Bidens. But if the rest of the school students get to enjoy a day in the classroom without having to smell uh, uh, the smell of uh, uh, Dr. Tishner's and, and baking soda, their pleasure and, and, and their enjoyment is, is of no cause to them. It doesn't mean anything to these lawyers. So this is what I was saying over at Wanda's show, and that is we need to start questioning these folks who are supposedly doing things on behalf of the black community, like Socrates and Marcus and all the rest of these folks down there supposedly doing things for the black minority contractors. The hell with all this, man. Some of the stuff is not good. When you get together because you have the mayor on your side and you have enough votes on the council to move the water department from Jackson Medical Mall to the building half owned by the city, half owned by a private investor. And the city moves the water department into the part of the building that the investor owns. And the city owns the same, I mean, not a similar square, the exact square footage above it. And we pay almost a million dollars a year in rent to the private investor when we could have been in our own building paying no rent. That million dollars a year there about is just about the amount of money they were using on street repair on an annual basis here in the city of Jackson. So you wonder why the streets quit being repaired? That's where the money went. But they will tell you that we had minority contractors on the job. You should be happy. Now, you living in Fat City, your pockets on swole. You drinking Cristal, eating steaks. And we can't even drink the water. Oh, no, man. I ain't, I ain't into black folks like that. Screw this. You Negroes can have this. Get a rope. I've had enough of this, man. I'm serious. So that's what I was talking about. When you get people like this lawyer, look, I ain't got no problem with this brother trying to get a grind on, but let's be clear. This brother has a job. This is not some advocacy. He wasn't doing it before he, uh, when he got his bar card. He didn't go out and say, hey, we want to save the kids. No, once they paid him to go in and be a mercenary to attack these school districts. And again, there may be some areas where they have some legitimate concerns uh, that needs to be addressed. But wait a minute, wait a minute. And as I asked him, I said, homeboy, when y'all get done using these kids as, as a statistical basis for your lawsuit up there in federal court, and you win, and we the taxpayers have to pay your attorney fees, which is how you get paid, where are y'all when those same kids who are part of your statistics age out 
or graduate or whatever, leave the public schools and end up in uh, 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 Tyree Jones Hotel and Suites down there in Raymond. Do y'all offer legal services to those folks? When you fail them because you got the school district, uh, you sue the school district, uh, all the order out of the school districts with your frivolous lawsuits. And these kids thinking that they don't have to learn, they don't have to do anything because they got uh, lawyers behind them. But you notice the Southern Poly Law Center don't have a division to offer these kids free legal aid after they get in trouble for uh, uh, graduating from high school without an education and the ability to take care of themselves. You see how these people are using us? And this is why I keep saying the problem in America is the Democrat Party. Because all these folks that you heard me talk about, they are coalition members of the Democrat Party. And all I'm saying to the blacks in the Democrat Party, you need to say to them, hey, wait a minute. Folks, I'm telling you, listen, I ain't telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Back in the day when the Nation of Islam had some muscle, oh, they would go to these lawyers like this. Hey, bro, open up. The brother looked through the peephole. He's going to see about 10 brothers out there with bow ties on and suits. What y'all want? We need to talk. Open the door. Look, you go down to that federal courthouse one more time when one of them BS lawsuits hurting our kids. We're going to stomp your damn lights out. And we don't mean maybe. I've never been talked to like that. There ain't going to be no talking next time. We're going to make you read these Stacey Adams. That's going to be on the print of a, on, on your forehead. Bleed it. But we allow these people to get away with this crap simply because they come out of law school and they're trying to get their grind on. Hey, hoss, hell to the gnaw. You got to work You got to work your way up, pay your damn dues like all these other lawyers out here did. A uh, friend of mine, he found, he came up, man. He hit the boat, uh, what they call him, the note burner. Heck, it took him about 15, 20 years. Bro, you got to pay it on dues. You just can't come out here and, and, and prey on the black community with this stuff. So I want to know where is the Southern Public Law Center free uh, uh, lawyers for these kids who get in trouble so they don't have to use a public defender? Are you guys dumping all the all that work on the public defenders, which is in, in essence you dumping it on the taxpayers? No, see, this is what I keep saying to black men. We need to talk. We need to have a conversation with these folks. We need to have a conversation with Sock, Marcus Wallace, Southern Public Law Center, Derek Johnson over at the NAACP, you Negroes are running amok. It's got to stop. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We're back. And it's Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday. Hey, before you go to church tonight, you might want to get you a pizza. How about railroad pizza here in, excuse me, in downtown Florida? That's right, folks. Uh, sit down dining if you got a chance. If you got time, sit down and enjoy a pizza before you go into the house of worship but i do want to encourage you all so you can call in your order 879-7700 and have that order ready that's area code 601-879-7700 or you can have some chicken wings ready for you teriyaki lemon pepper garlic parmesan or all the various treats as you know their menu is wide and extensive so get what you want call in today that's uh 879-7700 you can check out on facebook you can see their menu the whole nine yards Railroad Pizza, 879-7700. Let's go to, folks, Thomas. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you got mayhem on the plantation, don't it? Uh, yes, sir. 
Because we have Democrats yeah, on the plantation. You don't sound like you don't sound like yourself. You know, I sit back and listen to you. I don't say nothing to you. Mm. I know something wrong with you. <laughs> you sound like all that Sambo and <clears throat> caught up with you, sir. Is that right? Thomas, how are you doing? Took, you know, you got your theme today is back to Christ. Back so, to Christ. Remember when I first started calling in and talking to you, I used to tell you that about yourself. Uh-huh. Now it sounds like I can caught up with you. Yeah. Just like I can caught up with the state of the I am I redeemed. Bought wow. with a price. Y'all got a lot of problems, Kim, and you the main culprit. I'm the corporate. <laughs> hey, Thomas. Yes, sir, you the, you the main culprit. Tom. You the reason why a lot of problems going on in Mississippi right now. No, Thomas. Now, I heard you call over. I told you that. I heard I you. That I heard you. You can't ca- even fix it. I heard you, you call those other shows, me. Thomas. I heard you. Listen to him. Listen to him. Listen to him. Go talk. ahead, sir. Let's talk. You said you need black men to talk to black men. Let's have a conversation. Well, do you, do you know any black men? I mean, can you get somebody yeah, on the phone? Is there a man I can talk to? You talk too much. You talk too much negativity. Now I'm caught up with you. Uh-huh. You don't know. You don't even know what to do to even fix nothing in Mississippi. Thomas, okay? I, can, I do. I'm giving you solutions, sir. No, 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 no. You always trying to nail your own people. That's not how it works. Well, how does it work, Thomas? Let me tell you how it works. Just like that white man that worked for the state of Mississippi, I forgot his name. He got on the news in 2017, and he said that the state of Mississippi is defunct. Is what? Okay? Defunct. You got a whole bunch of problems that you talk about defunct. on your show. Make that But that you defunct. don't talk about on your show, uh-huh. you know? That you need to talk about. That's what you need to be talking about. Such as, okay? Thomas. First of all, your state losing population. Well, when are you leaving? <laughs> Listen to me. Your when when can we population. expect your departure, sir? Your state losing population. You're losing your schools. You're losing your hospitals. What are you going to do about that? What? Be a sambo? <laughs> Thomas, I recommend it. like you need to hang yourself in your closet tonight. Thomas. Take you back. Okay? Why in my closet? Why, why can't I just hang Take myself out back. open? Okay? See, Tom. see. What you forgetting is, is, is kind Thomas, of generation. Thomas, I love black people. I love you, Thomas. I, I am a millennial. You, you probably you're not a millennial. Baby. You're an idiot. You, I'm, I'm a millennial. You're a baby boomer. You, Your time is up, Thomas, buddy. Thomas, you're an but idiot. that's the problem with Mississippi. No, it's not, Thomas. You, you, you're trying to be a, a conservative state, but it's catching up with you. Thomas. Okay? You, you want to be conservative. You want to be stuck in the 50s. Thomas. You called over to WMPR and you were telling them to be Republicans and conservatives. I heard you. I said, is that Thomas? How you going to function as a city or as a town? You ain't got no people. (laughs) Thomas. Thomas. Your school system failing. No, it's not, Thomas. It's working just fine. Yes, it is, sir. No, it's not. school system failing. No, it's not. Where the money at? The The prison's doing a good job. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Now you want to lock everybody up because you ain't got nothing to do. Thomas, some that's of the people need to be. Thomas, you, you, well. you need to be locked. Matter that's of fact, you might be calling me from jail now. Thomas, have you ever that's been to the jail? Of the Mississippi. You want to lock everybody up instead of yeah. coming together and having a functionable state and city. The man who is over. So the Financial Economic Council, I think that's what it is, of Mississippi said the state of Mississippi defunct. It defunct, huh? Uh, yes, Tom, Tom. It's not a functional state. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. You're on the radio. We're doomed. Yeah, doomed, I, I tell you. Oh, man. my God. You you, you, are, <laughs> you are overseer on the plantation just hollering on the, on the phone. Uh-huh. Get that clip. Ain't nothing getting done. Thomas. 
You talking about what we need? What we? You talking about these people? Ain't none of y'all doing nothing. Thomas, what we need? Don't have a solution. Would you listen? All you got is insult. Would would you listen? What we need are less Democrats in the state like you. You you worried about a Democrat on a plantation, man? Nobody care nothing about the state of Mississippi in America. Well, why are you here? Don't matter in Harlem. Why are you here? California. You don't matter in Boston. Who are you? Thomas. Nothing. Thomas. You nothing. Thomas. I'm your hero. You nothing. Look at look at uh, Reed. He ain't nothing. Thomas. He's the greatest. Nothing. He's the greatest. Thomas. Phil Bryant, the greatest. Nothing. You ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. The state of Mississippi ain't nothing. Look what Phil Bryant did for this state, brother. I don't care nothing about none of that. I ain't never liked the state of Mississippi. Man. Why are you here? You must be in jail because you can't leave. You keep saying you don't I like Mississippi. I never liked it here. And what? nobody else is. You lose the population. Have you left? Why don't you leave? What? Sir, listen to me. <laughs> I'm staying here the well of the sun. The white folks like you go down to the ground. Why, Thomas? Why you want to see your brother fall off, man? This is a beautiful sight. I knew you wanted nothing the day I was born. Oh, Thomas. And the rest of Where is the love? People, I want to see you. Your children get on drugs, <laughs> and you a child molester. You like little kids. Thomas. But you don't like black Thomas. people, but you like little kids. Are you a, on milk. Are you a racist? I love that. Are I you? love that. I love to see a black man. Screwing a white woman down in Mississippi. Well, Thomas, you can look. don't wait to see it. Thomas, Thomas, I you thought go you to the mall. You see a black little boy with white little girl. You like that? Yes, sir. Love it. Okay. So you stay deep for now. You know Mississippi lost their mind. So in other words, you want to see everybody do bad. Yeah. Hey, where are the white women at? Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> Thomas is the one who said where are the white women at. Uh huh. Thomas. They got a fool like you. Thomas. Hey, where are the white women at? Thomas, can you answer that question? They got a fool like you. Thomas, can you answer that question? Thomas, some Christian patrons and rednecks. Yes, man, sir. Get out the, get that's out the horn, man. That's, that's who's going to save this country, Christian patrons and rednecks. They're the only you people who love this country. That. You ain't even a Christian or a Christian or a redneck. You a fool. <laughs> Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Somehow, Christian patriot redneck. What about the <laughs> N-word? What about them people? <laughs> they could be what? They could be two out of three. You might do the KKK. Yeah, they're welcome, Thomas, if they love this country. I'm just letting you know, like God knows. Well, wait a minute, Thomas. Those people are stuck up in the 1800s real bad in Mississippi. Thomas. You bring your state down. Could you answer? You lose hospitals. You losing kids. Could you answer this one You're question? money. You losing a lot. Thomas, could you answer this one question? Now, how is it you hate white people but you love white women? What's up with that? <laughs> I like to lay down with them, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what? How about that? Oh, boy, I tell you the truth. Thomas, you a fool. No, 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 you a fool. No, 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 no. You got the corner on fool. You bringing this, this city and this country down. You a coon, Thomas. You a coon. Let you know. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Any other words of wisdom? Let's go to Mobile Bob. <laughs> okay, Mobile. I'm sorry, but we had to get the little comedic relief there. <laughs> you know, um, when he kept telling you, you ain't nothing, you ain't nothing, I was expecting Michael Jackson to jump out. You know, remember when we did video bad when he said, <laughs> he ain't nothing, you ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thomas, I'll tell you what. He, uh, 
but he loved white women. Now he he gonna let them slide though. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say play that where the white women at, I want to go watch the Blazing Saddles all over again. That's one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. <laughs> all right, do you think on your break? Are you about to go to your break? Yeah, let's take a break. Then we'll let you have full run. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you, you're thinking about a zero-turn more. You're thinking about Frederick Sales and Service, Central Mississippi's largest X-Mark dealer. Check them out online, frederickssalesandservice.com, located 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon. And for all your lawn care equipment needs, they have it, Frederick Sales and Service, 1006 Old Highway 471, frederickssalesandservice.com. Let's go to Mobile. All right, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, man. (laughs) Hey, do you see... uh that video of Eli Omar and now can AOC <laughs> pretend like they were handcuffed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see, you see some clips of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every, every but you, these people are determined. But these these are just dishonest people. This is why you know people say, "Well, Kim, why don't you just give them a chance?" No, you know, liars. There's nothing these people won't do to achieve their goals, and uh, you know, I find it off putting, and sometimes. Some days I just don't feel like fooling with them. I don't. I just won't put up with it. Yeah, it's just one of those stick your head moments. It's like, what's the point? Mm. If you need a real handcuff, you should have gone and stopped by uh, uh, Kamala Harris's house or Bill Clinton's house. I'm sure they got plenty of real handcuffs <laughs> out that you could use. <laughs> if you were locked in that, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't pretend like they were being handcuffed and, and uh, arrested or something. And again, why are you continuing to protest the Supreme Court over abortion? That yeah. ruling is gone. That's right. It's passed. That's it. We're protesting them. Isn't going to change it. Of course, this has nothing to do about the one the one they just passed. This is about the next uh, Supreme Court decision that left us in life. Right. Or when some state decides to sue another uh, Alabama, Mississippi, or someone decides to sue Alabama, Mississippi uh, for any for the abortion restriction that they place on them. They're going to try to uh, get the Supreme Court to change their mind uh, that way or whatever. But it has nothing to, and to try to raise money. And they're still protesting and picking and out in front of those, uh, Kavanaugh's house and those Supreme Court justices' house. Hmm. This, I mean, that's terrorism, and it is uh, trying to intimidate a judge. Yeah, but it's, it's legal under, I mean, if you control the law, it's legal. That's why I keep telling right. people, uh, don't. Quote me all the Constitution with all this. If nobody's going to enforce it, and Dr. King says, you, a man who won't stand up and fight for the rights he has, he has no rights, no matter what's written into law. And if you're not going to stand up and fight for your rights, that, that would be Kavanaugh in this case and insist that he get the protection he needs. But, hey, you know, at the end of the day, uh, they're trying to keep it alive for the elections uh, coming up. Uh, but, you know, that's what they do. I mean, they, they, they are no-limit soldiers when it comes to that kind of stuff. They won't. They won't back down. They're going to keep the red, uh, what did they say, the fires hot. All the more reason we get so frustrated with the, the Republicans, especially the rhinos, who don't seem to see what's, uh, well, I guess they see it. They're just so bored. There's so many so bought off by the powers that be. They, they don't do anything about it. But like you say, if, uh, this, the, the people are especially on the conservative side. We're fed up with you all, with you, with you Republican and rhino. We want action now. Trump has got and let us see what it's like when we get action, and we want more of it. Right. The days of the rhinos are just about over. And, boy, August 16th, I think it's when Ms. Piggy gets voted out and Liz Cheney gets voted out. I can't wait for that election. I'm going to be as thrilled for that <laughs> almost as much as I was thrilled for Trump winning. 
I can't wait to see her get her up and get out of there. Yeah, but you, but you see how committed she, and this is what I've noticed about people who are engaged in the wrongdoing. These people, when they make a commitment to the devil, man, yeah. they are, I mean, they, they, they're all in. And she's willing, yeah. to, she's willing to lose her seat. Uh, I guess in her, in, in her mind, it's standing on principle. Yeah, but, you know, well, what you, you heard about Biden talking about declaring a, a climate emergency? Uh, yeah, I heard uh, God, my job told me they're going to try and do that this morning. Mm-hmm. They know, and that's what you, I mean, it's just, they are just determined to destroy. They know the people aren't going to like this. We aren't going to, we, we aren't for this, mm-hmm. but they are doing it anyway. It's, it's, I mean, it's remarkable. I guess what they want us to turn this Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. I guess, it, guess, guess that's what it's going to take. Yep. You think, how do you think it's going to fly here in the United States? They work in Sri Lanka, even going to fly here? These folks are just totally insane. All you folks out there who, like, uh, who, well, I guess your last call claim he didn't vote for Biden or he's not a Democrat or whatever. Mm-hmm. But all you Biden, Biden voters out there, you voted for this? Those 2,000 mules? You, you uh, cheated and uh, to get to make yourself poorer than you were before. This climate change crap. When they try, try the same junk here in the United States, you're going to get the same results. You, uh, uh, less food, less power, and less everything else. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to play uh, Tucker Carlson clip in the next hour, and you'll hear him uh, talk about the fact, folks, this administration and the people at the top of these agencies, they are actively working against the American people. You can sit up here and try to say, no, they're not, Kim Wade. Okay, well, uh, their actions always indicate that that's what's going on, and we'll be talking. he'll be talking about uh, immigration and how this administration is encouraging. They're, they're going to be bringing on they're bringing in almost 130 some thousand people every month, illegals. But hey, you know, no, that's sustainable. No, no, it's it. Our system is going to break down. That's why I keep saying, all you folks who are working on behalf of Biden and Chris Ray and Obama, look, <laughs> their world is not going to be upset. It's your world. Now you out here kicking our door in and kicking us in the teeth on their behalf. All right, uh, when you realize you're in the same boat and everybody turns on you, don't be asking for mercy. Don't be saying, hey. Yeah, I thought about it. I was wrong. No, it's going to be too late then. It's going to be too late. But anyway. Exactly. I guess we'll be turning into Sri Lanka too or whatever it takes to get the, to end this because that's the only thing that's going to end it. They know this is, this is going to make things worse and they, again, like you keep saying, they don't care. They don't care. And it's, Can we wake enough people enough to care? Mm-hmm. I say that, but then I kept to remind myself, Biden didn't win. Right. We were all cheated. All right. So, well, I guess we got to do like we are. Okay, fine. You going to let it vote? Then mm-hmm. we're going to storm the doors for real. This time in a real insurrection. Mm-hmm. Well, we are where we are, brother. It is what it is. You got to fight, fight, all fight. Right, Thank you, man. Thanks. Let's go to Rick. Hey, man. Hello. What's up, Kim? What do you say, Rick? Hey, what about the uh, inflation emergency? What about that? Oh, everything. The place is on fire, man. <laughs> What about the fuel price emergency? What about that? No, well, the uh, uh, the climate emergency, climate change emergency is going to give him more power to push us around and tell us what we can and can't do. Uh, they're going to make us turn our thermostats up to 80 degrees down here in Mississippi when, he, uh, when the power grid is overloaded, and uh, you might as well be standing outside. Yeah, well, what about the religious uh, rights emergency? Well, I'm sorry, they don't even consider that. You know, I tell my students, I can remember standing in the grocery store line looking at the cover 
of the National Enquirer back in the 70s when mm-hmm. they declared the next ice age was upon us. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here thinking, okay. <laughs> and then Al Gore, by now, we should have burned up already, according to Al Gore. Miami should be underwater. All this, that's right, that's right. Uh, New Miami York. should be underwater, but, you know, Nobody, nobody remembers that because nobody studies history. So well, and the news anyway, media, the news media nope, who, who perpetrated won't won't remind people, folks. It's all a scam. All they want is to control you. They want to control right. your life. That's right. They want to control you because there's nothing more freeing than saying, "Hey, let's go to the coast this weekend." You jump in your car, you put in some gas, and go. But when you're dependent upon an electric vehicle. Well, let's see now. Where are the charging stations going to be? How far is it going to take us? How long is it going to take us to get there since we got to spend two hours recharging the batteries? Suddenly, your freedom of movement is restricted, and that's what they want. Right. That's right. That's what they want. Crazy. All right, brother. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Another thing, folks, when it comes to this climate change, uh, out there in Texas, uh, and many of us, we're all subject to the same thing. Those of us who have gotten the new meters on the side of the house, uh, they can reach out and just turn your turn your air conditioner up. Yes, they can. Uh, so it doesn't make any difference right now. See, they're forcing us to go to this solar panel crap, this green energy crap, which doesn't produce inadequate demands, particularly at the times when you need it most. So their solution is just reach into your house through the meter on the side of your house and turn your thermostat down. Now, out there in Texas, you pretty much have to agree to it, supposedly. But I think in ours, if you read the agreement, you've already agreed to it. And think about it, all that we're doing is unnecessary. It's only because a few environmentalist wackos think that this is the way it should be. Folks, we need to be just as adamant. No, we're not interested in that crap. Let's just get rid of the environmental wackos. And then we'll have less people on the planet, and we'll pollute less, and climate will be better off. If they're that committed to their climate change, then they should take one for the team. Get off the island. But we sit up here and let these people push us around. But, yeah, that's what's coming. Uh, we have plenty of fuel in this country to do everything that we need to do. We're being punished by the Biden administration, Democrats in general. Now, when you get done listening to Tucker Carlson and you continue to vote Democrat, hey, you're going to get what you want. The black community is over with. I mean, folks, the people coming into this country are going to come in and take. And you know what? I'm going to sell it to them, too. If they want to buy a house, hey, I got you, dog. Pedro, right here, I got you. Hey, you, Tyrone, get your stuff. Get out. We're going to put Pedro up in here. That's the way it's going to be. Folks, if you're not a student, if you're not up on your game, this is what you get. Our number is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. All right, let's go back to the phones. I need to extend an apology. Uh, we got a call here during the break. They were offended by Thomas's comment about uh, having sex with uh, white women. And uh, so, hey, Thomas, call in here and extend an apology, you, 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 Democrat, you. All right, let's go to Victor. Hey, Victor. Mr. Mr. Wade, how are you today? What's going on, my friend? Man, I, where you been, son? You ain't done no jail time, have you? No, you know, I don't do that, kid. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, you know, when y'all disappear uh, like that. I just got a couple comments, man. Uh, number one is, this is a great conservative state that takes more states, federal money than probably any state in the, in the, in the union. And we misuse it properly, too, sir. 
Yeah, your governor, your former governor stole so much. Wait a minute. To say stole is pretty strong there, uh, Victor. No, it's not strong. He was helping the poor, brother. Yeah, helping helping them be poor. uh, He was keeping people out of poverty. There's nothing wrong with that, is it? There's something wrong with when you're getting it the wrong way. You know, I don't go out here and steal and rob people, you know. Oh. Uh, most of the people in Mick Jackson or the state of Mississippi work for a living. Well, I wouldn't go and that far. There's some who do. I do. To, uh, to Thomas out, don't. To go out. He ain't uh, had a job. I don't know Thomas. You know, I can't comment on Thomas. Yeah, no. But to go out and steal. Thomas don't work. Steal money from the hardworking patriots, Rick Nicks, and, his, and, and, and Christians is really a bad situation. But it's all and how you look at it, son. If he keep people out of poverty, on. that's the same as keeping them. This is the that's helping the poor. This is the same thing went on back when Bill Bergen stole money, the Fair Street Project, the stuff down at the Metro Center. I mean, these conservatives have been stealing money, and they do it uh, openly. You know, they're not trying to hide because, they, you know, it doesn't matter. Get your screw. Well, at least nobody's getting go. shot. Nobody's getting oh, shot. No. Uh, and murder. And then, what? That's part of the problem, too. What's that? That's part of the problem, you know. And we sit around and we think it's a joke, but it's not. It's really affecting the lives of a lot of people. Uh, secondarily, the abortion situation that's going on now. Now, we talk about uh, right to life and, and all this stuff. But as soon as they're born, we have no educational system put up for them, no kindergarten service system for them. We have none of that. All oh, we that, do, that, that, all we do is you know that is not true. No, it's true. We spend money out the wazoo I, I, on I people like that. System, I, I was a teacher. So? Our education system was terrible. Well, that's because you were a teacher. No, no. It's because the money, you know something, Kim? What? The money, it's all about testing now. It's not even about I agree. education. It's about testing, you know. The truancy laws right now, out of, out of, it's, it's not even one in place. Well, you know? what did you do to change so, it? So we talk about right to life, but what did we do when they get here? What, we man, murder them. No. We, we let them murder each other. No, we don't. That's all we do. Y'all let, it, you know, y'all let them murder each other. Matter of fact, know, that's your field it, to keep people from going off the rails. The NRA and all these conservatives. Thomas, all you probably kill more people than NRA. Please, NRA has please, killed no one. People walking around here with automatic. Why would you need an automatic weapon? So you can kill more people when you need to. You know, those are guns to slaughter people. So? That's what those guns are made for. Don't piss it's them not, off. But why, see, you try, you, you, you're making light of the situation. Thomas, with, you're in the mental health field. If anybody yeah, I mean, goes off the rails, it's your fault. You out there spewing all that rhetoric about, hey, sit down and talk with me. I'm going to get you straight. All you want to do is get a paycheck, bro. I'm going to get a paycheck regardless because I know how to, how to work. So has I'm any – ha- I know I'm smart enough. Mental health is about helping people. Has I any of your clients care. killed anybody? No. Yet? No. Have they maimed anybody? No. Have they robbed anybody? No. Okay. Time. Not to my knowledge. No. <laughs> We've had two kids that got killed – because they changed the regs and, and everything, and it's hard to keep kids in in a good situation without popping a pill, you know. So I mean, it's a lot of stuff, Kim, that goes on that you know we make light of. But there's no way in God's green earth somebody should be walking around here 
have the ability to walk around here with the AR-6, AK-47. <laughs> when I came up, my dad had a shotgun uh-huh. and a pistol. That's all he had. And that's all he needed back then. Yeah, that's all he needed. But you— we would, If we change—well, I was in New York, Kim. Uh-huh. You know, if they caught you with illegal guns back in the 80s in New York, it was an automatic 10 years in prison. Okay. Automatic. Well, how, how did that work out for him? It did good. The crime but reduced crime tremendously. Yeah, that's that's what they say. But we got all these. But you know what? Let me let me just say this here. I'm not interested in reducing crime if I got to give up my gun. I'm sorry. Why? Because I need my gun from people like you. There's too many Biden supporters out here. Too many Democrats out here who think somebody owes. Because he listen, listen. He he shepherds over a mentality and a culture of death. And the the NRA does it. No, absolutely not. The NRA just advocates for our Second Amendment rights. So they can sell you an AR-15. They can say so you're an AR-75. So, I care. So you what, can go to a school. What difference does it make? Uh, uh, I don't understand your mentality. What you mean? What difference does it make? They're killing children. They're slaughtering children. Listen, they're slaughtering children because they have these gun-free zones. That's why they're slaughtering children. They're so slaughtering children because these people are getting orders from on high to stand down while somebody's running amok with a weapon. The weapon fire always stops so when somebody else shows up with a weapon. A, let me ask you your, your rationale. Here. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have an AR-15. And if we didn't have Democrats in this state, we'd be number one in the nation. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Look, the Democrat outlook and philosophy is just as worse as an assault weapon. You guys are assaulting a society, society rather, with your way, with the way you live, the way you think. You people are a problem. If you want to think say it that way, Ken, we can go back all the way to the, to the Indians when we slaughtered and took the Indians were slow on the pickup. They saw us. Look, they saw the settlers rolling in there. They, you got to fight harder when you look. Look, when the enemy rolls up in there, you got to fight hard. So that's right. That's the right thing. That ain't a matter of right. It's a matter of who who came hard. So it's a matter of power. Yes, sir. That's it. Okay. Well, okay. Say it that way. Say it's a matter yeah. of who has It's power. always a matter of power. That's why I say so, don't be no punk. Don't sit out here and get disarmed because you because a wimp like you don't want to carry about, a gun. If it's a matter of power, why are we worried about people crossing the border? Yeah, again, the people crossing the border are exercising power because they know cowards like you will allow them to I come would, on in here. Yes. I'm a coward, Kim, because the country because, don't belong to nobody. It's not anybody's country. Y'all, nobody owns this country. All right, but listen, I got to go. We're, 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 we're out of time. We'll, we'll be I, feel, I, right. I know you're back. And it is Wednesday, Back to Christ Wednesday. And uh, uh, we're going to play a Tucker Carlson clip here before we get to Tucker Carlson. I want to remind you about my good friends over at Home Care Plus. Folks, you need to check them out. Uh, when it comes to your health, uh, when it comes to your rehabbing, your convalescence, they have pretty much everything you can think of under the sun, and they're so resourceful. You, you know, a friend asked me last night. I went to see uh, Bishop Robert E. Smith. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that before we do the video. Uh, and uh, my friend was asking uh, for a friend of his, uh, one of those uh, leg uh, things to go up your leg uh, when your leg is swollen up. Uh, I forgot. Anyway, one that you could get in the water with. And I said, yeah, they got all that stuff over there. So, again, the uh, uh, ability and the resources they have over there, folks, will pretty much answer every question you have. You don't hear no. No, you don't hear that. Uh, that kind of, oh, my God, who am I dealing with here? No, they're not mouth breathers over there. These people are knowledgeable, they're resourceful, and they're ready to help you. Give them a call, 601-957-9174, Home Care Plus. 
Uh, if you have problems getting up, you have problems with your legs, circulations, you have ambulatory problems, they have every device, roller, uh, walker, whatever it is you need, they have it there at Home Care Plus. Plus, they service everything they sell. How about checking out one of those pride lift chairs? The pride lift chairs will get you to a standing position if you're having problems standing up after being seated for a while. And not only that, if you need problems, uh, uh, need to elevate your legs several times a day, the pride lift chair gets it at the right level. So it really elevates and get that circulation going. Some of your recliners will do okay, but it's not okay. It's not what you want. You want them to do it right. And that pride lift chair does just that. Check them out today. 957-9174. All right, folks. Uh, who do we have? We got Don. Let's get Don in here. Then I'll make my comments about Bishop Robert E. Smith. Hey, Don. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Now, what you were saying about somebody about interracial relations in Mississippi. Yeah, you were talking about having sex with, with white women, Thomas. You're a little over the top, sir. You were over the top. And you need to apologize to uh, uh, Steve's wife, okay? Just say, Steve's wife, I'm sorry. My bad. Thomas? Huh? I guess he's not going to apologize. Okay. All right, Steve, you see? It's the kind of people we're dealing with. You're going to burn in hell, Thomas. Anyway, last night I went to see Bishop Robert E. Smith over at uh, Lake on Lake Village Circle there. And, uh, um, and folks, if you're looking for a nice place to rent, seats about two or 300 people, uh, it's really nice. Brand new building, less than a year old right there, Lake Village Circle. Uh, that's the last right turn before you get to Grants Ferry if you're coming across the spillway. The last left turn if you get to, before you get to Grants Ferry if you're coming off 25. Uh, and uh, 1054 is the address. But anyway, it's just a real nice nice place. A friend of mine owns it, and he's doing quite well over there with it. Uh, but here's the deal. Bishop was, Bishop spoke. He took a did a question and answer period, period. He made some good points. A couple of things that came to mind was he was talking about uh, in the book of Daniels where they talk about the uh, uh, the um, uh, the what is it, the ten horns, ten, the, the guy in, end up with the feet of clay and the toes of iron and all that. He made a point that the feet of clay and the toes of iron in today's parlance uh, would be, the clay would represent the man and the steel toes represents the machine, what they injecting uh, folks who get vaccinated, uh, trying to turn into transhumanists. Well, that's what that is. That's what the, the clay and the toes is. The merger of the clay and the toe. Clay is what man is made of, uh, made from the clay. And the uh, iron represents the machines that the scientists like uh, uh, Fauci and others are trying to inject into us. And all that represents the AI. He had a very fascinating uh, 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 question and answer period over there. And I encourage you, the next time he's in town, you people take a look. You can go to the website. Uh, on Facebook, uh, Robert Bishop Robert E. Smith Jr., uh, Total Outreach for Christ Ministries, and uh, he just—he's—you can tell that boy—he put some time. He's—he's he's been on his face. He doesn't have—he has more than a nod and acquaintance with God. Let's just put it that way. So well, I just want to encourage you. He said something else. Let me see if I put it. In. I think I wrote it in my phone here. I was trying to take notes uh, as he was talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, those are a couple, about three things that was for me. But anyway, yeah, he said some profound things over there, but that was a good, interesting about end times. And uh, he, I mean, he predicted, I mean, he nailed Barack Obama. He said we would regret 
our nation would regret uh, installing that man into the Oval Office. And Barack Obama's behind Joe Biden. He's behind all the destruction, all this anti-America crap. Barack installed all those people in those in undersecretary positions, and they matriculated up to the directors that we see now who are just straight-out America haters, Chris Ray, being chief, Chris Ray being chief amongst them. Who do we have? Okay, let's get Derek in here, and then we'll get Tucker Carlson. We'll get him started. Go ahead, hey, Derek. Hey, Kim, how you doing? All right, what's up? Hey, uh, I like the way the bishop put a new spin on that, mm-hmm. and because he kind of explained what the true meaning of the iron and the, the feet of iron and the clay meant. He went into an example of how the what the way I was taught what the explanation of the feet and clay was. I mean, the, the, the feet of clay and iron. The feet of clay and iron is to represent represent modern day Babylon and all the nations that came before, which is what the statue was, mm-hmm. which is America, meaning we got some weak points and some strong points, the iron being our strong points and the clay being our weak points. Right. But I like the way he put the perspective that, you know, the clay is the man, which we have, we've gotten weak, and then we're putting mechanized stuff in our bodies. Yeah. So I, li- I, I like, I, I have to give him kudos for that. Well, he was also pointing out that, you know, it, it talks about, because uh, in the end time revelation, they're talking about uh, how Satan's going to be able to project into the sky and give, and give all these, make people think they're, basically delude people with what they're doing. And he's pointed out that through the AI, they can do that because in people's mind, they think they're seeing these things and it's actually being transmitted into their bodies through the chips that they're putting in them. And uh, uh, it was just a fascinating take on, 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 on all that on the book. of Daniel. Oh yeah. I have to give them total credit for it. And with that being said, if there's still idiots out there that think the president wasn't shit, you got another thing coming. Technology is capable of doing so many things, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and that, that, that's just basic compared to what's coming down the pipeline, Kim, with nanotechnology and things like that, oh, which we believe is what they did with the shot. Right. Absolutely. You know, we think 5G is bad. Uh, what's coming? To, and Bishop pointed out, he said 5G is bad. Six, five, six is five. Uh, I mean, uh, G, what is it? Six, well, Kim, I'm going to tell you a little secret about 5G. You ready for this? Go ahead. Um, all the other carriers have gone to 5G. Guess who hasn't? I don't know. Uh, FirstNet offered by AT&T to police and first responders. Hmm. We're still on 4G. Interesting. Well, I understand there's problems with rolling out the 5G. They're having some problems. Which are, the problems that they're having, I'm surprised they didn't figure that out early on, but that's another story. But it, it's all going to be interesting. But Bishop said, don't worry about 5G, don't worry about 6G, worry about 7G. 7G, uh, 7, as you know in scriptures, is the uh, number of completion. He says the saints are, 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 are tanked up, got their candles trimmed and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they'll be able to uh, basically overcome all that they're trying to bring through with five, six, uh, 5G and 6G. Well, and it makes sense spiritually. You're, you're, getting, you're getting next to radar level strength now because you do know the MiG, uh, one of the dangerous things about the MiG-25 Fox Bat mm. is that the radar was so powerful it, it would kill animals no sooner they started it up. Wow. What do you think it's going to do to a human? Yeah. Oh, oh, man, there's some evil awaiting folks. That's why I keep saying you think it's a game. The people who are, are putting this stuff together, as uh, there's an article by Naomi Ru- Ru- Wolf, rather, that she just put out there. Folks, you got it is chock full in information. She went through all the 55,000 pages of documents that Pfizer has released thus far. She said, she's, she's, she's pretty clear and certain on it. She said they are at war with humanity. Pfizer. All the people making money off Pfizer, your governor, your, all these officials who are, 
Now, they may not be as deep into the matrix as, as, as what Pfizer is, but trust me, they are at war with humanity. They're at war with God. But anyway, well, listen. Jim, you got to remember, Ted Kaczynski, a.k.a. the Unabomber, tried to warn us. Yeah, interesting. All and right. don't think that man was some lone coop. He was, a, he, was a, he was actually a Stephen, level, Stephen Hawking level genius that was duped in the MK Ultra. And that's why he went off the grid. Wow, interesting. Derek, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back and we're going to play this Tucker Carlson. I want you to hear it's all about immigration. Helps put things into context. And for those of you who voted for Biden, hey, whatever. But I do want to remind you, folks, for all your trailer parts needs, check out trailerby.com. That's Starring Trailer's website, trailerbybuy.com. If you need jacks, plugs, fasteners, fenders, wires, Tires, tires with wheels, tires without wheels, bearings, caps, dust caps, couplers, hubs, lights, bushings, locks, studs, brakes, axles. You can find it all there at trailerbuy.com. You can buy them by the bushels. Folks, they got over $100,000 worth of inventory that they're moving. This is your opportunity to stock up. I told you those starring trailers will last for generations, but they do need a little care. Every now and then, you might need a new set of tires, dust caps, bearings, etc. You can get all that at trailerbuybuy.com. Never be afraid to never be afraid to buy the very best. You'll always be pleased with it. Starring trailer. Let's go to Tucker Carlson tonight. Listen in. This is going to explain the whole immigration thing from 66, 1966 to now. Listen. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Looking back, the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1965 turned out to be one of the most significant pieces of legislation ever passed by the U.S. Congress. Now, the people who wrote it knew that it would be, so naturally they spent a lot of time trying to convince everyone else that, in fact, it was no big deal. This is not a revolutionary bill, assured Lyndon Johnson when he signed it, the first tip that it was, in fact, a revolutionary bill. And then there was this. On the Senate floor, Ted Kennedy of Massachusetts, the man who drove the bill, went out of his way to explain that the Democratic Party was absolutely not trying to replace the American population with more compliant foreign-born voters. No way. That's an insane conspiracy theory, he explained. Quote, this bill will not flood our cities with immigrants, Kennedy said. It will not upset the ethnic mix of our society. It will not relax the standards of admission. It will not cause American workers to lose their jobs. <laughs> it's all bitter. You're probably thinking this freaking guy again. Let me fix that for you. And if you're still with me, don't worry amusing when you look back at it because of course that is precisely what this bill did this bill changed america completely and forever and the numbers show it in the years since that legislation passed the united states total population exploded by 140 million people you're seeing that chart on your screen right now what direction does it point well steadily upward that's the population now where did all those people come from there's nothing wrong with more people the question is who are they and where do they come from well what you're seeing is not the kind of organic growth that you would see in a healthy society that's become more prosperous and welcoming of families. It's not like people were so confident in the future they decided to have more kids. No, it's just the opposite, exactly the opposite of that. In fact, since Ted Kennedy's bill became law, birth rates among native-born Americans, which are the clearest possible measure of optimism in the future, those have dropped off a cliff. And you're seeing that chart on the screen now. It's the inverse of the first chart. This chart points downward. In 2020, the most recent year for which we have data, the overall fertility rate in the United States hit the lowest point ever recorded, and that was before COVID. 
This country is now well under the so-called replacement level. That means if we continue on this trajectory, and no one's trying to take us off this trajectory, eventually there will be no more native-born Americans. So you put these two graphs together, and what do they show you? Well, they show you a number of things, but here's the main one. Sometime around 1965, our leaders stopped trying to make the United States a hospitable place for American citizens, their constituents, to have their own families. That used to be considered the central task of leadership, perpetuating the population. If people are happy and confident, they'll have kids. They're vested in the society, and if they're not, they won't. That was their job. So they stopped doing it, and instead they just imported new people. That's literally what happened. Now, you're not allowed to point this out, of course. The media become absolutely hysterical when you do because it's so obviously true. What's interesting is that if something like this happened in any other country, say in China or Japan or Nigeria, the populations of those countries would likely revolt because you can't do that. The leaders of a country can't change the population of the country, especially in a democracy, without the consent of the existing population. So if those populations in, say, Nigeria, for example, revolted, the New York Times would be deeply sympathetic to their outrage. Again, you can't just replace the electorate because you didn't like the last election outcomes. That would be the definition of undermining democracy, changing the voters. But when it happens in this country, there is mandatory media-enforced silence. And in fact, if you notice it's happening, it's your fault. You're immoral. You're a racist. But it has nothing to do with race. It's about change, and it's absolutely real. The majority of population growth since 1965 has come from immigration, not from Americans having more kids. In 1965, the number of permanent illegal migrants in this country from Latin America was essentially zero. There were migrant farm workers, but there were no huge populations of people living here illegally. By 2008, that number had grown to perhaps 20 million people. They lied about it, but the best estimates suggest it was tens of millions. And then came Joe Biden. Joe Biden accelerated that sad trend beyond what anyone thought was possible. The foreign-born population is now growing by 132,000 people every month. That's more than triple the average high under previous administrations. It's double Barack Obama's highest totals. According to AEI scholar Mark Perry, we can expect over 9 million new illegal aliens by the end of Joe Biden's first term. Nothing like this has ever happened in this or maybe any other country ever. And it's happening for one reason. It's not natural. It's the product of a policy choice. Joe Biden promised amnesty to anyone who makes it across our border. So in 2019, for example, the Trump administration criminally prosecuted 110,000 illegal migrants for violating immigration law. Not that they were bad people. Some of them were great people. But you're not allowed to go into someone else's country without permission. That's what a law is. And if you ignore the law, you are no longer a real country. You're something less than that. You're a failed state. So you have to enforce the law, including immigration law. But Joe Biden stopped doing it. Last year, Joe Biden prosecuted fewer than 3,000 total. That's according to DHS data obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. It's a drop of nearly 98%. So naturally, people are coming. Because why wouldn't you want to move to the United States? Knowing that when you get here, you will be treated like someone who deserves to be here and given every possible public benefit. You'd be crazy not to come. And so they are in massive numbers. 
and then traveling, often at public expense, paid for by you without your knowledge, throughout the United States. Watts one border agent explain what exactly is happening. DPS officers have been assisting Border Patrol under Operation Lone Star for 16 months. In that time, they've apprehended 279,000 undocumented migrants, arrested 17,000 criminals, and seized nearly 320 million lethal doses of fentanyl. Every state has become a border state because all these individuals that are coming across, aside from the families, the single adults, the gotaways, the drugs that are coming in are going to other states. They're not staying in Texas. So that's Mexico over there, so they'll come across. They'll bring them across on a raft. They usually have 30, 40 you know, immigrants on these rafts. They're bringing them across. They know where to drop them off, and they know where to walk. So here's another thing that's changed since 1965, along with our population. Politicians no longer feel they need to pretend, partly because the population is so different. You've got a lot more people with permanent jobs in American politics. So unlike Lyndon Johnson, Joe Biden didn't pretend that his goal was not to change the population. He said it out loud. During the campaign, Biden referred to illegal immigration as a gift. Watch. Guess what? They're the reason why. The legal as well as undocumented. They're the reason why our society is functioning. The reason why our economy is growing. We don't talk about that. We stand up and act like it's a burden. Let this sweet mineral melt in your mouth to rebuild your gums and teeth while you sleep and say goodbye to the dentist. Burden. It is not a burden. It's a gift. It's a gift, says a man who has worked in a public job his entire life, who's never had a real job ever, is lecturing you about the economy and how it works as if he knows. By the way, in that tape, Joe Biden was so senile that his wife and his handlers gave him drugs before that interview, that interview that you just saw. So that's the guy telling you about the economic benefits of illegal immigration. Now, mostly you're not supposed to notice that that conversation even took place, just like you're not supposed to notice when the New York Times prints an op-ed called, We Can Replace Them, because that's a dangerous conspiracy theory. What are you, Alex Jones? No, we just watch carefully. Not even that carefully. They say it constantly. The great replacement? Yeah, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's their electoral strategy. And we know that because they say it all the time. Here's some examples. Blue wave is African-American. Yeah! It's white, it's Latino, it's Asian Pacific Islander. It is made up of those who've been told that they are not worthy of being here. It is comprised of those who are documented and in a couple of presidential cycles, you'll be on election night, you'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographics. The demographics of America are not on the side of the Republican Party. The new voters in this country are moving away from them. And instead, they're moving to be independents or to even vote on the other side. An unrelenting stream of immigration, nonstop, nonstop. Folks like me who were Caucasian of European descent, for the first time in 2017, will be in an absolute minority in the United States of America. Absolute minority. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. That's not a bad thing. That's a, that's a source of our strength. 
So how is that a source of our strength? He, he never explained. So clearly it's the source of the Democratic Party's strength. They believe, though actually that plan might not work out for them, since a lot of the people arriving may not be sympathetic to Joe Biden, who possibly could be. But electoral politics are really secondary to the real concern, which is the stability of the country. So the problem with what the Democratic Party is doing right now is not simply that it helps the Democratic Party, though we think that's bad. The problem is that they're doing it way too fast. This is too much change at once for any society ever at any point in history. No society can metabolize this many new people and stay stable, especially not now in this specific moment, because two unprecedented waves of human migration, you have to add, let's see, a collapsing economy, inflation, food shortages, skyrocketing housing prices, falling wages, the trauma of two and a half years of COVID, the manufactured racial strife you saw Joe Biden himself encouraging. You put all that together and you have the most volatile possible mix of social factors. So into that, you throw millions of brand new people who have no connection to America whatsoever, people who broke our laws to get here, who don't speak our language, who have no idea what the U.S. Constitution says and don't care. And what do you have when you put all of that together? You have a recipe for social collapse. This is why no sane government would ever do this. The Chinese government would never consider doing this. Even corrupt, dumb governments that can't even keep a national airline flying would never do something like this to their own countries because they don't want their own countries to collapse. And it's not an attack on the people coming here, by the way, some of whom are legitimately great people and want to be here for the right reasons. The problem is the volume. No country can withstand what we're going through right now. And in our specific case, it turns out that a lot of the people coming are not ready to participate in a democracy. A huge percentage of the migrants crossing the border today are functionally illiterate. According to the Center for Immigration Studies, 41% of immigrants score at or below the lowest level of English literacy, a level variously described as below basic or functionally illiterate. Now, add to this the problems that American-born people are having with English after two years of COVID and suspended education and a life spent staring into a screen. What does that look like? A lot of people who are moving here are not becoming assimilated. And we know that because many haven't learned English after living here for years. The same study found that 67% of Hispanic immigrants do not develop English proficiency even after 15 years of living in the United States. That means around 5 million migrants became citizens without even being able to speak our language. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to play the rest of it. This is important. It's important to me, so it's going to be important to you who are still listening. Keep going. Once again, not an attack on them, an attack on the people running the country. This could capsize the United States. This is a huge, sprawling country with a massive population. So the question from day one has always been, what holds everyone together? What is the one thing we all have in common? It's not an ethnic group. It's not a shared history. Now it's not a language. So what is it? Well, in the absence of glue, things break apart. That's a physics principle. So no one who cared. I suck at the handpan, but I'm worse at sleeping. With no caffeine, the mud water rest blend combines rooibos, masala chai with turmeric. But the future of this country would do this to the country. It is truly insanity. And yet the Biden administration 
is trying to make it worse, working hard to make it worse. Fox News is reporting tonight that the administration awarded a $172 million grant to a George Soros-linked organization which exists to, quote, help young border crossers avoid deportation. Now, why is some foreign-born billionaire allowed to change our country fundamentally? That's the big question. Here are the specifics. This organization is called the Vera Institute for Justice, and it stands to gain a billion dollars in federal money by the end of the contract just to subvert our laws. Now, the catch is that no one verifies whether the people crossing the border are actually minors. Right? You can't know who they are. By definition, they're here illegally. And after 9-11, didn't we care about the authenticity of documents? Didn't we have a real ID act? But we don't know how old they are. And that's how 24-year-old Medina Uloa was able to enter this country and murder a father of four in the backyard of his house in Florida in October. He posed as a child so that Joe Biden would fly him at your expense to Jacksonville in the middle of the night. So courtesy of the Biden administration, unaccompanied minors like Medina Uloa are also arriving in New York, in Texas, Louisiana, Tennessee, and Arizona, and many other places. According, for example, to 12 News in Phoenix, representatives from Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport reported that hundreds of migrants showed up recently with no booked tickets. Roughly three to 400 refugees have arrived every single day by bus in recent months. So why are all of these illegal aliens arriving in Phoenix? Well, many of them were dropped off by a nonprofit called RCBH, which brags it's helped nearly 20,000 illegal aliens released by immigration authorities without charges moving all over the country. And that's where it's happening, all over the country. In Brownsville, Texas, Fox News observed buses contracted by the Biden administration dropping off dozens of male migrants at a parking garage. Our reporters witnessed those migrants go into an unmarked office, then get picked up by taxi cabs and driven to the airport. None of them were children. Commercial airline pilots right now are being told to fly these people all over the country. We spoke to a pilot who's doing it every day, and we're quoting, we are breaking the law, transporting illegals, many of whom are unaccompanied minors. Why is this continuing? Because neither party is interested in stopping it. On this question, as on foreign policy, there's only one party, the Uniparty, and it's aligned against your most basic interests, no matter what color you are, by the way. Instead, both parties are finding new ways to give American jobs to foreign-born applicants. 62 Republicans just joined to their eternal shame with almost every single Democrat in the House to pass the National Defense Bill. Now, tucked away in that $840 billion piece of legislation is a plan to give away even more American jobs to foreign workers, as if we need this now. So now the children of H-1B visa workers will receive citizenship because their parents took jobs in this country? Huh? How does that work exactly? Shut up! racist. Again, it's not about race. It's about economics and social cohesion, both of which they're destroying. Now, according to our Congress, fewer jobs for Americans somehow makes this country safer. That's been their plan since 1965. And since 1965, both parties have supported it. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel. Folks, you see what's going on here? There is no agency of this government that's protecting America, that's protecting our the American people, our way of life. And everybody's waiting for more. Uh, well, I need more proof. Okay, you got it with the energy plants and the food supply plants being destroyed and the FBI sitting on their hands, but let it be a black church. Let it be a Trump supporter out there protesting and petitioning as the Constitution gives them right to do. The FBI won't waste a resource uh, to get to the bottom of it.
we're on our own. I'm just telling you to have some sense for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. That's why Bishop was saying you need 7G. You need to be in the word where you can be able to discern. This is what concerns me about the church today. Man, this, all this evil around here, and it's just business as usual. Uh, it seems to me, you know, you need to accelerate. You need to, you know, maneuver. I, I just can't see the, the, the way we've been doing things for the last 25, 30, 3,000 years is going to be adequate at this time. I think we need to, again, we need to, be a little bit more assertive, not just in our faith, but in our uh, opposition to the evil that we're seeing. And they're going to keep pouring it on. It's, look, I told you, these are the best of the bad times. It's going to get even worse. They're going to drive you insane with the inaneness of their evil, the gratuitousness of their evil. They just do evil things, nasty things, corrupt things because they can. They do it just to see the look on your face. So I'm telling you now, now's the time. <laughs> was that old uh, line they give you in typing class? Now's the good. Now's the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country. So the question is, what are you going to do? You're seeing it for yourself. And again, I'm going to reiterate to those who carry a badge on behalf of the government, be it dog catcher or U.S. marshal. What are you going to do? I mean, now if you're getting stipends and extra checks uh, in your paycheck to help you cover the cost of our economy collapsing, then I understand why you stay in the course. And I'm not suggesting you should walk off of your job. What I'm suggesting to you is that when that moment comes where you got to level down on some innocent American who merely wants to keep a, the prepping supplies that they, that they got for their family, that they made available through sacrifice for their family, and they, FEMA sends you in there to take it, what are you going to do? See, when you decide that you're not going to do it, then the, then the suits the folks with the hardware on their shoulders and on their lapels, they get nervous. See, that's what they did to President Trump. Turns out that General Miley was the traitor that we thought he was. General Miley told the, uh, uh, the commanders of the various branches of service not to follow any order from President Trump during his last, in between November 3rd and the end of his term in office. The Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman, doesn't even have the authority or power to do it. He did it anyway. But that doesn't say anything about the men and women up under him. I guess Trump didn't issue any orders that I'm, that I'm aware of at this point. But the mere fact that these people feel so open in their, tre in their treachery. And to, men and you, to you men and women in the uh, services now, be it the Guard, the Reserve, or whatever, yeah, I'm telling you, everybody, the spotlight of freedom is going to shine on it. Just like that young lady out there in Columbine when that gunman pointed the gun at her and told her to confess or deny Christ. We're all going to get that moment. I don't care what you say you believe. I don't care how many guns you say you collect. and you. It doesn't mean anything. General Patton said this is a war of wheels. How bad do you want to remain free? Are you willing to take one for the team? That's what it's going to come down to. Dr. Fauci, folks, this is a war of evil on humanity they're literally i mean they're literally doing jim jones telling us to drink the kool-aid take the shot even the insurance companies are saying that um, the death over last year is up almost 40 percent in the demographics i think it was from 50 down to 20 or 28.5 or something like that that means that there's just a, there's been an unnatural uptick in death amongst those groups 
And you know a people who fall on their day. He was a healthy guy. He just fell dead out there. They don't even say now what their vaccination status was. But if it was just the opposite, oh, yeah, he wasn't vaccinated. That's why he died. These people are evil. And the fact that you're, as, as one friend just told me, uh, what did he say? You glassed over, glazed over, something like that. You're, you become coarse. But it's not going to say, the bottom line is, folks, you're going to be stout. You got to be stout. You're going to have you got to have your candles trimmed, the the wicks. Be ready. Our number is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Dan. Dan, the man, what's up? Hey, Kim, uh, I just listened to this piece by Tucker Carlson. I hadn't heard it. I didn't see his show the other night. Right. Uh, would I assume that Roger Wicker and Cindy Hyde-Smith are working hard to address these problems and <laughs> to see if this is all reversed? And then Michael Guest, I mean, if I were a U.S. senator, I would think it would be rather important. Are they, are they doing anything? Do you know? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, the, I mean, these people, are, our government is just failing us. I mean, it's, it's done with design and intent. Uh, but no, the answer to your question is no. Uh, I know Roger Wicker was supporting the uh, HN1 visa uh, uh, modification, yeah. and uh, they just think they're doing this in the best interest of the country. The truth of the matter yeah. is they're being paid. The lobbyist groups are making sure they got the re-election money they need, and they're selling the whole country out. And yeah, well, I've got I've, I've been <laughs> telling people, and I'm telling everybody who might listen. There was a book written back in the middle of the. Uh, middle of the latter part of the 20th century called Witness by Whitaker Chambers. Uh-huh. And it was about uh, his case against Alger, Alger Hiss. And it's really well-written, beautiful, wonderfully written book, important book. It's hard to read in a way for most Americans today. They should read Witness, and then they should read the book written in 99, the biography by, uh, oh, heck, all of, a sudden, all of a sudden his name, uh, David Horowitz. Right. David Horowitz wrote a book called Radical Son. If they read Witness first, written maybe in the 60s or 70s, I have to check. It's been so long since I've read it. And then read Radical Son, written in 1999. And then look at the control of the American media. They will understand how all this happened and how it's possible. What you're seeing is a so far a bloodless revolution, a uh, communist revolution. Yep takeover never before done like this it's remarkable i mean i almost have to applaud the brilliance of it i've watched it work for 50 years now and it's now almost the fait accompli Mm -hmm. and united states senators are either wittingly or unwittingly all bought in not all Mm -hmm. there are few who understand it but no one will talk and if they did they wouldn't find any media outlet i'm amazed that tucker carlson is allowed to say what he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'll be painted as an outlier, as a fool, as a conspiracy theorist. They'll say that none of this is true, even though you and I know, and any reasonable man knows, it's all true. So I, let people think. Read those books, Witness and then Radical Son, and, and you'll begin to have a, a feel. You'll have to read between the lines. This is not hit you right between the eyes. I expect people to be able to think. Right. If they can think, they'll see that I'm telling the truth. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Good show. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you okay, so bye-bye. much. Yeah, you know, the the forces of evil believe that they got this thing in the bag. That's what that's what it all amounts to. This is why the remnant, if we would just stand stout, oh, God has a plan for them. 
They plan, God has planned, E.D., he has planned. He's the best of planners. Let's go to Chris. Yes, sir, my friend. Hey. Hey, man, you see where the Democratic mayors and governors are raising cane about the immigrants being flooded up there to their states? <laughs> yeah, they're getting a little narrow-minded, aren't they? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they want to flood the red states. That's the reason they're trying to get it to where they can vote and making it all possible for them to vote so they can take over. I was watching Fox this morning, and I'm trying to find it to send it to you. It was commercial talking about how the Republicans are trying to take over the country January 6th and everything, and it, and it's very end it says, vote Democrat. Yeah. Don't say who vote, just make sure you vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. And that's for the people coming over here. I'm sure if you go on the Spanish channel, you'll see the same commercial. I can't believe Fox would even hear it, which I know they're making money off of it. Yeah. But I saw that, and I'm thinking, now, you're going to sit right there and say that all Republicans are racist and trying to take rights and everything, which we know a lot of them are for their back pockets, too. Right. Which, when we had a real president in that was trying to save this country, you know, it's, it's sickening. It is. It is. I mean, uh, again, it's kind of like, you know, we're praying, Lord, you know, save our nation, save, save our country. Uh, at the same time, we're seeing all this evil just crashing down around us like a giant tidal wave. But we have to remain faithful. But the bottom line is, is man, it's just it's disheartening to see the Wickers, the guests, the the McCarthy's, the Boehner's and all these folks just selling. I mean, they've had it better than anybody has. I mean, they're making money hand over fist. They're being waited on hand and foot. They got a gas car. They don't have to buy gas. And yet their goal is to destroy America. What you heard with Thomas today and you heard it from Snowball, all those same comments. These You got people out here who really hate this country. And they don't realize when they can't go to the grocery store go get gas, then they're going to start squalling. Yep. Sadly, but so. Sadly. Them. Well, Chris. Open your eyes. But I mean, and that's, what, that's what needs to stop. These people need to suffer. They need to start doing that. They, you know, oh, he, he got 50 cent dropped on the gas. It still ain't helping my back pocket. There you go. Let's get it down. Let's bring Trump back. Let's get everything working. Thanks, brother. We're out of time. See you on the radio. Peace.